Hey, are you done stuffing those nuts in your mouth? Bitch, I might be. Yeah? This was the second time we said this, so it's not as good as the first. <laughs> it's not as funny. It was definitely... We had some technical difficulties. Um, we're working on trying to fix our audio levels so that they're not all fucked up and we don't make Terry work his ass off on every single episode. <laughs> yeah, and... You know what? I yeah, the lines are definitely effed on mine. Um, I don't know why. They're a little bit better on this one. Look, a little bit, but like yours are going so a little up bit and down. behind the scenes for you all. I think if you get your mic up on a table, it's now it's like really close though. Like I'm talking, uh, right you sound better. Way. Yeah, I'm talking. You yeah, like it's not really that much different than a table because I stacked up these goddamn yoga blocks. <laughs> Uh, nerd fuck you (laughs) (laughs) i've been for the last like for the last like hour and a half i've been just like on the brink of tears so anything you say to me might break me okay but that was cute and funny so don't be upset (laughs) no i won't i've just been like (laughs) that was playful banter that wasn't me being mean but i'm just saying I am just letting you know I might break. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying (laughs) it might happen. Have you ever been so close to having a nervous breakdown or like a mental breakdown or whatever? I mean, that's a little serious, but that's what happens. And like the dumbest thing will happen. Something that normally. Oh, yes. And you're just a fucking mess. Like I've I have started nervous breakdowns laughing my ass off and then I can't stop um it's real bad oh that's um that's a that's a new level (laughs) yeah like that's a that's a heightened level of crazy um but yeah i i'll start like something something ridiculous will happen right and i'll just start laughing like of course this is my fucking life this is what's going on and then i just fucking lose it and i can't stop laughing and i start crying and it's a great time oh wait oh so it's not like you're laughing at something funny it's like you're laughing because your emotions my life is a joke it, it, well in but reality uh, realistically it's that like you just don't know what else to do <laughs> yeah yeah it's like my emotions are so, I, I am so overwhelmed and like overstimulated or something at that point that like i yeah, can't like or, or yeah. maybe you're trying to like fake it a little bit like maybe you're trying to like oh it's this is fine yeah yeah in case you can't hear it in our voices everyone's doing real fine over here so <laughs> um all right so we were gonna start this episode with uh with what oh um funny things that have happened at the sheets gas station so if you are not (laughs) familiar with sheets because you are not from this area uh sheets is a gas station where you can go and get pretty much anything that you need and they have Um, yeah they have like decent like food kind of like like a wawa if you're over there or like it's better than Wawa, and I will argue that till the day I die. Um, I, I think that the food is better, but I love Wawa coffee. That's fair, but the food, I just can't. Like, I went into a Wawa once in Philly because, you know, we had no other fucking option, and I was starving, and I ordered a quesadilla, and it was the worst thing I've ever eaten in my life. Like, how do you fuck up a quesadilla? Yeah, that's really hard because it's literally yeah. a tortilla and cheese and some other shit. Yeah, I would rather eat Speedway than a Wawa, and that's pretty bad. (laughs) Wawa's coffee, though, is phenomenal. But you don't even even drink coffee, so like... I don't. Fuck Wawa, in your opinion, is what you're telling me. Right. Okay. Wawa can get fucked. But yeah, so it's um, (laughs) it's a good... (laughs) Fuck it right in the Wawa. (laughs) Fuck your... (laughs) That needs to be the title of this episode. (laughs) Fuck you right in the Wawa. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> oh my god i don't know if we can put fuck in the title can we um i'll we, start it it'll could, be fine yeah we could start or just say f you right in the wall <laughs> yeah yeah it'll be okay um yeah so anyway it's like a gas station that's open 24 hours a day you can get food you can get whatever you want and food's fantastic and even in pennsylvania did you know this you can get like beer and wine in there yeah now you can i, I what i did not know that until yeah. like three weeks ago Ma'am, our very first episode, not our very first, our second episode when I got the wine, I literally said I picked it up at Sheets. It's oh, some shit. shitty wine from Sheets. Oh my god, I don't even remember that. 
I probably yeah. was just staring at the wine like, mmm, wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so now that's very new, a new development. You couldn't get them before. Okay. Like, so. I, I feel like Giant Eagle has been kind of newish too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giant Eagle's past couple years, but Sheets is like this past year they started doing that. So. Okay. I feel like so, ever yeah. since I've lived in like the Pittsburgh area, I've been able to get it at Giant Eagle, but that's only been like, f- oh God, it's almost been five years. Ugh. Ugh. Ay. Has that dread kicked in? The dread is kicking in like it's already here. Like, I don't know. The dread. The dread is ever present. The dread is strong today. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. <sighs> um, so, yeah, weird shit that has happened in the sheets because weird shit happens in sheets all the time. Um, and whether it be in the middle of the day or three in the morning because you're drunk and you went to get food. Yep, that's what mine Some is. weird shit. <laughs> Yeah, so I have two good ones, but I'm going to let you go. Okay, I only have one good one, but um, a group of friends was like, it, this was in college. Um, I actually, you know what, I, I wasn't even there. I heard the secondhand account, but it makes me crack up. So a group of my friends um, went into Sheets, I think either to get drunk food or to get more alcohol. <laughs> and, okay. And this, I guess this lady... Um, I don't know if they were getting ready to close or what, but the lady that worked there was like r- really rude to them. <laughs> and my drunk ass friend called her a cunt. <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> Hitting them with the hard words. I'm so, if Terry, if, you, if, if that needs to be like, ble- oh, no, okay. no, listen, if we can't say cunt on this show, I'm leaving. I'm leaving too. But I was like, oh my God. And like my friends, because I, I definitely had been with them that night. I think we were all just like branching off and going home or whatever. And then when they told me this story, they were like, she called her a cunt. <laughs> oh my God. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Not kind of. That's really funny. It was probably like it had to be like one in the morning. And I was just like, damn, shit goes down at a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I have no problem with that word. Uh, apparently, we're the only country that gets super fucking emotional over that word. Cause I, like, I think it's funny and I think it's called for sometimes. Yeah. I, I agree. And, and it doesn't have to be calling a woman that. Like, I'll call anything a cunt. I don't mm-hmm. care. I just think it's a great time. It's a great word and I am going to use it as much as I want. It just like rolls right off the tongue. Yes. There's a guy on TikTok who says it and he uh, has shirts and stuff now because he goes, cunt. And he says, hit him with the hard T after he does it. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, Mine are kind of fucked up. Well, my my personal one is fucked up. My sister uh, in her glory days was at Sheets. And my sister was and still is a badass motherfucker. So she will fucking fight you. Like, it does not matter if you have like words i've watched her almost beat the fuck out of someone for looking at me wrong like she throws down and she was at sheets after they had been out on like a bender um and some dude i guess was shit talking i don't know the whole story because i was very young i was maybe like 13 oh yeah because she's like she's She's 10 years older than me yeah. yeah so she literally fought a grown ass man at sheets like fucking beat his ass and and i'm sorry what was the reason he i think he was he either touched her oh yeah no you deserve that or made some kind of fucking comment i can't remember and i'll get clarification for the next episode so it was for good reason though is what you're telling me oh yeah it's not like she just walked up to doom was like hey you want to fucking fight like no no, like I, I i just didn't know if he was literally like I don't know why I'm thinking he grabbed her ass or something. Oh, no, I would. Oh, I would stab you. But the whole reason we came up with this fucking icebreaker was because we were talking about if we'd ever been in a fight before. And I was like, no, because usually uh, people come up and they'll try to fight me and I start screaming and I get real angry. I don't mean like I'm banshee screaming, but I'll get in their face. and like, <laughs> I want you to be banshee. Oh, God, that'd be so funny. Just like crazy, like crazy scream. But yeah, I'll just get in their face and start fucking flipping the fuck out. And then they freak out and they're like, oh, never mind. I don't want to do it. So um, <laughs> but like, I said, but my sister like, this bitch crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, but my sister would fight anyone i was like and she fought a grown-ass man in the sheets and that's how this fucking ice this whole like beginning started because shit goes down in a sheet they should change their uh their motto thing their logo or what am i saying slogan to uh sheet goes down 
she goes down. Yeah, that, I mean, seriously. Well, that kind of sounds then, dirty. <laughs> well, but it it goes down. But, I mean, it does go down. She goes down in here. So mine is I was like 14 years old, maybe, and I was like so there was a sheets literally like three blocks from my dad's house and i would walk down there with my friends and we'd get food and drinks or whatever like anytime we wanted like we'd sneak out in the middle of the night and go to sheets because that was just what you fucking did mm-hmm. um yep. and just to get junk food it's not like we were sneaking out to do bad shit then but like you know we'd sneak out like we'd stay at my friend's house and climb out her window and then go down to sheets and get food at like 3 a.m so we go in and we're ordering food and I feel something touch my foot. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look down and there is a man <clears throat> petting my feet. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, why are you fucking touching my feet? And he's like, literally, like, he starts like rubbing his hands over my feet. And I'm like, can you stop touching my feet? Dude. And like, I'm freaking out. I'm a, I'm a kid too. You know what I mean? And like, I, yeah. How old were you? I was like 14. Uh- Mm-hmm. That is so fucking gross. And he was like, I'll buy your food if you let me touch your feet. I'll even <laughs> lick them. And I was like, bro, I can buy my own fucking food. Stop touching my fucking feet. And it was really weird. He tried it with another girl. It was, it was He wasn't drunk either. He's just a weird foot fetish guy. Rachel, ew. Yeah. So, I mean, saying it out loud now, I realize That's- how fucked up it is and that I probably should have like turned him into someone because he kind of like assaulted me yeah yeah but but But, you don't but you don't understand like you don't understand that at that time unfortunately no i really didn't and i was so young that i was just like why the like i don't even i wasn't even like fully disturbed like by the like sexualness of it because like it didn't click in my head at the time like oh yeah people like feet weird dude is touching you yeah yep and i was like a minor and he was very clearly an adult it was very creepy dude i had flip-flops on i should have probably specified that i had sandals on when this happened but like that is that's actually like really ew like just Mm -hmm. gross well and like the sheets employees didn't do anything like they see it yeah oh my god no i would have uh different times man different times yeah yeah i mean honestly if that would have happened today i probably would have kicked him in the face but like back then i was i was just young and i was just like what the fuck dude like fuck off and unfortunately like I mean, I'm not saying this like your parents did anything wrong, but I think today parents teach their, especially daughters, like that shit's not okay. And you like fucking fight them and find an adult like. Oh, absolutely. And like, honestly, like, don't get me wrong. I got the stranger danger shit. I got the don't let people touch you thing. But I think the problem was that like. Like it wasn't. It was my fucking feet. It wasn't (laughs) wasn't like a, it wasn't necessarily a malicious kind of touch. Yes. And I think in my mind, like it was, it was just like, oh, it's my feet. Like, it's not like he's grabbing my ass or like trying to grip me up. Like if he gripped me up, I'd have fought him. But like, he was just touching my toes and like my feet. And I was like, (laughs) what are you doing, man? So I should always mention, I don't like feet. So that was even worse. Like if we could have wheels, I would prefer to have wheels because feet are gross. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so. Oh, God, no. Now I need to like, I will explicitly tell my future children, even if they touch your feet, it's gross and it's weird. Yeah. Call the police and punch that person. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It was a very weird experience. So that is nasty. Teach your kids about foot fetishes, people, because it's a thing. But like teach them like don't teach them to have them okay no no just teach them that it's a thing and if someone touches your feet it's probably sexual and they need to get the fuck out and it's gross oh my god yeah yeah that was really disturbing yeah so sheets is a fucking weird place Ooh, i'm drinking um 19 crimes uh hard shard Ooh. And it's delicious. You would probably hate it, but it's good. Probably. I got a couple – we went to the liquor store the other day, and we only walked in to get Everclear. <laughs> and instead, um, I grabbed buying, a shop – Why are you buying jet fuel? Um, Because I <gasps> like to oh, make stuff with it. That's what – is that what you got – is that what you got twisty on at camp? Oh, no. That was uh, wine slushies. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, there's a there's a winery literally right like literally like 
200 feet away from my camp so I can walk out the door to the winery, get a wine slushie and come back. What the fuck were you making with Everclear? Um, so I make like an apple, a caramel apple pie kind of drink. Homie, you want people to die. You want to kill people. Um, yeah. No. You're like, I just want them to have a good time. (laughs) Oh, I mean, like, a couple shots of this and you're fucked because it's straight fucking. It's also good for cleaning. So there are reasons to have Everclear (laughs) around. Shut the fuck up. You do not clean with Everclear, you fuck. Well, let me just go down to the liquor store and get me some cleaning supplies. There are things that you can clean with Everclear that I'm not going to go into details about. On this oh, show. what? Like you put it in a douche? You, do you, no, no, do you no, douche no. You can never clear. <laughs> you can uh, you can clean pipes with Everclear. <laughs> I, I I deduced what you were saying, but like, why don't you just fucking use rubbing alcohol, which is the same thing, and it's cheaper? Because rubbing alcohol has not been easy to come by. Fair enough. So, and Everclear is in abundance. Actually, in you. Uh, <laughs> it shouldn't uh, be. It should. That should be like leaving the show band yeah so uh joey's dad they actually go and buy like his company buys everclear in west virginia because it's stronger than here and um they clean like their parts at like the metal shop with it so like it's literally like fucking jet fuel but anyway so we i get a cart and joey's like i thought we just came in for everclear i was like nope 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 and i I like change my mind when you get a cart at the liquor store you mean business you mean so you mean big business i ended up getting some really fruity um oh my god come on rachel it's the only moscatos um that i'm gonna sample and i just haven't opened them yet because i am trying to literally drown myself in water lately so i mean yeah that's good i I would hope you weren't drowning yourself in wine or ever clear i'd be concerned yeah no no so yeah all right. Well, do we have anything corrections wise or anything we need to talk about? Um, I don't think so. Um, my Tylenol killings one went up last week and I don't remember fucking anything up on that. Yeah, I don't think so. I think everything was good on that. Mine goes up next week and then this one. <sighs> well, mine is really horrible and okay. it's just uh, that's all i can say about it it fits it fits the mood of the day it's just it's very um it's very awful so not i'm being dramatic today hasn't been awful i've just been very stressed and now i'm telling the stressful story (laughs) yeah that's fair okay so this is um I guess it didn't happen on Halloween, but it happened. It involves a Halloween party. So I was like, oh, tis the season for a terrible yeah. story. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So on October 25th, 2014, Chelsea Brooke of Maybe, Michigan, went to a Halloween party dressed as Poison Ivy from Batman. Typical experience of, you know, a 22-year-old. Um, so this party was in French Township. I'm sorry, French Town Township. <laughs> kind of redundant. But yeah. um, it was in French Town Township, Michigan. And this party, Rachel, had over 500 people. That sounds like my worst nightmare. That is exactly what I put in my notes, that this sounds like my nightmare. Um, it was... Well, I'll I'll get to that more later, but... Um, she went to this party, but little did any of Chelsea's loved ones know this would be the last night she'd ever be seen alive. Mm-hmm. So at first, um, Chelsea went missing, and the county sheriff's office used all available resources to find her. These included off-road vehicles like Argos and ATVs, canine units, helicopters, and on-foot searches. Resulting from media coverage, a witness came forward and said that they saw Chelsea around 3 in the morning on Sunday, October 26th, with an unknown white man. He was described as having a medium build, medium length dark hair, a thin mustache, and additional facial hair. He wore a plain black hoodie and black framed glasses. The witness stated that the two were seen walking toward uh, the parked cars outside of the party, and the witness was not sure if she got into the vehicle with the man or not. There was a sketch drawn um, of the, the the description. And what always gets me with these kind of cases is like, these perpetrators, they look like everyone and no one. Mm-hmm. 
like they just blend right in because this guy you could look at the sketch and then look at you know a hundred different guys at that party and be like it could have been any of them right just like the typical yeah just kind of chad yeah exactly the the typical chad (laughs) um so like as soon as i saw that sketch i was like oh shit like there is nothing noticeable like nothing distinct about this man right so the search unsuccessfully continues um per the usual in these types of stories her family members said this was very unusual for chelsea her sister cassandra stated that she would never disconnect from her family by her own accord she asserted that chelsea's disappearance was definitely not by choice on November 3rd, Crime Stoppers posted a $1,000 cash reward. Um, it's not clear if this was for her return or just for, like, information. But um, by this time, friends and families began joining the search team as well because they weren't getting anywhere even after a week. By November 5th, the police had tons of drunken partiers' tips, but nothing leading to evidence or to Chelsea. They did discover that Chelsea had left her cell phone at a friend's house before her disappearance, throwing another wrench into the search. They also found that there were two parties per year of this size at the same location. I know. It was like one's like in the summer, and then I guess one's like around Halloween. Um, It's thrown by the band uh, Pickaxe Preacher, and the... I, right <laughs> i love that name that's a great name Nick axe preacher um and the police ended up actually looking at video surveillance from the one that was held earlier that year in the summer um hoping to gather some information about like who tends to come to the party but what complicated the matters even more for the halloween party was that everyone was in costume so like mm. i mean even um even chelsea had on a purple wig because she went as like poison ivy like nobody looked you know nothing was accurate <laughs> like um right so that even that complicated it even more which i was like that's so heartbreaking um on a sacred fucking day is halloween in case anyone was wondering pickaxe preacher is a progressive hardcore thrash metal band oh thrash metal yeah damn they have some really great names i didn't i'm not i just i know that someone out there is probably going like hmm i'm curious about this band so that's the only reason i brought it up they have some great song names though can you give me one like your favorite reptilian jesus (laughs) my crucifixion (laughs) um yeah just just to give you a little smattering there of their reptilian jesus wow yeah I mean, yeah. the, the imagery alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Well, they throw fucking ragers, apparently. Yeah. Oh, so, on November 7th, members of the Texas EquiSearch Mounted Search and Recovery team would be joining the search for Chelsea. Um, this is just some kind of, like, independent organization, like, of the police. So, they, like, came up from Texas and tried to help um, because the police stated that they were no longer actively searching for her and said that they had no reason to believe that she was not alive at this time. And I'm just like, are you just what? waiting? Are you waiting for a body? Like, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. Like, the family is saying that this is not typical. She's never done anything like this before. I guess the only thing. How that- old is she? 22. Well, like here, here's the thing. Uh, I mean, she'd still be in danger. So why, why does it matter if? Oh my god. And okay. she's also an adult. Like it's not like she's 14 and could maybe be a runaway. I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, I guess the only thing that does appear kind of odd that maybe made it look like she didn't want to be found was that she left her phone somewhere. Um, right. But it's still like that's not a good enough reason to just not be actively searching. I don't know. I thought that was really shitty. Yeah, um, that's super. It's like you're just giving up. Super like, that fucked sucks. up. And it's not even that long. I mean, it's it's she went missing on the morning of like October 26th, and then they just stop actively searching on November 7th. Wow. Yeah, that's just fucking ridiculous. Like it is. Like it doesn't make sense. <sighs> 
So then on November 15th, the reward increased to $7,000. By late November, the reward went up even more to $17,000, and volunteers continued to hand out flyers in an attempt to spread the word of Chelsea's disappearance. The holiday season came and went with no sign of Chelsea and no evidence of what happened to her. On January 16, 2015... The reward from Crime Stoppers increased to $30,000. On January 30th, two people were charged with lying to police about tips that they gave regarding Chelsea's disappearance. These were Carrie Carr of Toledo, Ohio, and Harlan Bird of Flat Rock, Michigan. Carr reported her ex-boyfriend killed Chelsea and dumped her body in a graveyard. Bird reported that he saw two men harass and drive off with Chelsea during the party. Chelsea's mother, Leanda, said, I think it's pretty sad. I suppose they're looking for attention. I just don't understand it. They're pieces of shit. I mean, that's the only thing to understand. Yeah. Like, they literally yeah. gave, they reported false information to the police about a girl that's very likely in danger. Yeah. Yep, so that was super fucked. Um, Fucking assholes. For real, like, you're just pieces of shit. Um, In the spring of 2015, so now this is like, like, winter came and gone, no signs, no evidence, no leads. So in the spring, um, breakthroughs in the case kind of started to occur. So on March 19th of 15, in Berlin Township along the Lake Erie shore, the police suddenly resumed their search. They claimed that it was due to the snow melting, possibly revealing new evidence. I think that's bullshit. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't know if that's something they tend to do, but, like, I think they did find something and we're just keeping it on the hush hush. Mm -hmm. um, but then in April, police responded to Flat Rock, Michigan um, authorities on a tip at an abandoned industrial site. Here it was revealed shortly after that fabric, presumably from Chelsea's Halloween costume, was collected. There, they, these were sent in to the crime lab to be analyzed. Then on April 24th, a body was found by a property owner in a field in Carleton, Michigan, just about eight miles from where the Halloween party had been held six months earlier, almost to the day. An autopsy was ordered, as well as assistance from an anthropologist as the body was severely decomposed. I can't imagine what that body looked like. I mean... Yeah, like six six months you said it was out there? Six months and all the elements, like... Six months through the winter? I don't know. Oh, my God. So a day later, the cops did rule this this death of this person as a homicide. Then the next day, um, the body was identified as 22-year-old Chelsea Brooke. In a twisted turn of events, a second female body was found in a body of water just 10 miles from where Chelsea's body was found. However, the police did say that these appear to be unrelated. Hmm. A vigil was held shortly after Chelsea was found with hundreds in attendance. Her other sister, Megan, told the crowd that Chelsea had been full of love and that she will miss her best friend. A funeral was held in June for Chelsea. One year since her disappearance had come and gone with no leads um, and no suspect. And I'm just like, wow, like it took you six months to find the body and then it's been then a year passes and you don't even have any any suspects. Yeah yeah that's a long time i mean yeah it does say at that point authorities received 900 tips and conducted 800 interviews um 34 search warrants and 14 subpoenas were served during that year i, I guess it would be hard because that party was huge yeah it would be extremely hard to like track down who the hell you know what i mean like <sighs> And who I was almost, there and exactly i almost think that a party of that size like kind of needs like a permit <laughs> yeah you know what i mean that's just so enormous it's very large and it doesn't seem like they everything referred to it as a party it didn't say that it was any kind of like organized event it was just a party <sighs> i mean that's bigger that's that's like four times bigger than your typical wedding i uh in my, uh, you know, in my whole thing reading about the pickaxe preacher, I guess they, like, came after the singer for a little while, too. Mm. 
like not came out like but like they came and like interrogated him and shit because <laughs> i guess it's his party <laughs> i mean so. yeah i don't but i mean honestly like if he's allowed to have that party he's allowed to have it like right yeah exactly I don't, I don't know if he was breaking any kind of rules like not getting some kind of permit but that's a that is a lot of people yeah <laughs> um so on june 16 or i'm sorry june 9th of 2016 another breakthrough in the case occurred a male witness came forward to police um he was spotted in photos of the party and the cops uh, had been looking to speak with him for a while to see if he had any information the man looks similar to the sketch released to the media, um, which honestly, like, but that doesn't, that's not saying much. It's a dark haired guy, average size <laughs> with facial hair. Like, yeah, it's just really, it's really hard to pinpoint that. I mean, th this article makes it sound really um, kind of not casual, but kind of like, oh, we just want to talk to him. But I, I think they probably suspected him. Yeah. Um, and oh, and I got my inf well, I'll say that after, but um, so at this time when the witness came forward, they um, they didn't release his name. So then just what a couple months or I'm sorry, a couple weeks later on June 22nd, the Michigan State Police provided local authorities information about a 27 year old man from Newport, Michigan, possibly connected to Chelsea's murder. I do not think that this was the same person as the as the witness that they interviewed. I think it's a different okay. person because it came from the state police. Um, police surveilled this guy's residence and the man was arrested and taken to the Monroe County Jail. During his interview, police obtained details that only the killer would have known as they did not release certain information to the media. Uh, DNA taken after this after the arrest um of an unrelated case led investigators to the man charged with killing a young woman or i'm sorry that for killing the young woman so dna from this guy connected to a different case is the is what ultimately led to his arrest hmm. um his name this piece of shit's name is um daniel clay so chatty mcchatterson Ugh, that's like the chattiest name is it I, when you said that i was like his name is even chatty yeah fuck yeah. um so monroe county prosecutor william paul nichols says investigators benefited from a 2015 law that allows police to take dna from people who are arrested which i thought was really interesting yeah i wonder um, is I that know, like a nationwide law or that, is it just in that? It's not clear, but I almost think that it's specific to that area. Okay. Or or Michigan, maybe. Hmm. State police told the sheriff's office that Clay's DNA matched DNA found on Brooks' Poison Ivy Halloween costume. He was arrested in May. Um, the He was arrested in May, I think, of that's of 16 for the theft of tattoo equipment. And that's how they found his dna it's like tattoo equipment like fuck you give yourself yeah. a fucking stick and poke and call it a day right like fuck the wayne county medical examiner concluded um oh this is really interesting so this fucking guy said this daniel clay piece of shit said that he that that the death so he did like admit to the death of chelsea but he said it was yeah. due like she died from rough sex why do they always fucking say that like do, do you think I that makes you look you. manly well no i think it makes them i think what they're trying to do is say that like they weren't fucking responsible like yeah, oh like it's, it's her fault because we were having rough sex i'm sorry i promise you like what no no amount of fucking rough sex is gonna kill someone unless you choke them out or like you know what i mean like that's fuck. what i'm saying and i also i also feel like it's it, it's almost like oh she died from the d i don't know what to tell you like you know what i mean right like the d was that like fuck well piece of shit he's such a piece of shit so on the contrary, though, the Wayne County Medical Examiner concluded that Chelsea actually died from blunt force trauma to the head. Oh, yeah. 
That makes um, way more sense. So I'm sorry. Even if that blunt force trauma happened during sex, you still killed her by way of blunt force trauma. Like, yeah, I don't think that for a second. But even if that's what happened, no, it wasn't from it wasn't from like your crazy dick, you piece of shit. It was it was yeah. from the blunt force trauma. Like, stop being a monster. That's such horse shit. Interestingly, in August of 2016, which is like right around this time, Clay was arrested for sexual assault of another woman in the same area, the same county. Shocker, fucking shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, he was arraigned for uh for first degree criminal sexual conduct and home invasion for that one. Mm. Um, for. For the Chelsea Brooke case, he was charged with second-degree murder plus concealing of death and disposal of a corpse. Okay, so his court. Um, so Clay was found guilty, and on July 13th of 2017, um, he was found guilty and charged to spend his entire life in prison. As he fucking should. Yeah, it does not say with possibility of parole... Um, but I'm hoping that since it doesn't say it, that means it's not on the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. Listen to this. The, look at this shade that the judge throws at him. It's amazing. Um, the judge in the, at his case, um, his name was judge Daniel White. <laughs> he said, I spent 10 days in trial with Mr. Clay and I listened to countless hours of him changing his story. Every time the detectives questioned him and every time they brought up something new, um, that like he was changing his story. So what's very clear to me, Mr. Clay, you are a liar, a rapist and a killer. <laughs> oh my God. That, yeah. that judge. That's the fuck. Yeah. That judge gave no fucks. He was like, um, you're a piece of shit. You can rot in yeah. jail. Um, this like broke my heart. So Chelsea's mom, after all this ended, said there are no winners in this, but by the grace of God, there will be no more losers. Yeah, that's. <sighs> I mean, that's all you can you can think about. Like, you can't bring your daughter back, but you can stop this from happening to somebody else. Dude, I was just like that took oh that took like almost three years. Yeah. That is such a long time for that poor family. To have any kind of closure, yeah. And, like, six months alone just to find her body. That's just... Mm. And, the, and the media and, like, um, the people consuming media were, like, treating it almost like a soap opera. I read in one article they were, like, the family was, like, um, these are our lives, so don't, like, g give us privacy and, like, stop being annoying. Like... I mean, we consume this media all the time, so I can't really knock it. But at the same time, like, it turns it into a fucking circus every well, I time. Think, I think that's what happened. And I think that the locals mainly were just, like, really being invasive to the family. Yeah. And it's like, don't fuck it. Like, sure, follow the story. Of course. Go for it. Yeah. But, like, you can't, like, they just made it. They got really carried away with it. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was really tragic. And I, it, it just, it took so long. Right. And, and it took just, a long time to find this fucking guy. Well, I mean, and then the Halloween stuff definitely doesn't help. No, right. But, right. But uh, it just seems like I wonder what I wonder if he was accused of any. I, I don't know. I just wonder, like, was that tattoo thing the only way to get his DNA? Like, was there any other way to get that sooner? Yeah. I don't know. But, but I got all this information from uh, 62 CBS Detroit. They did. So all I had to do was literally search the Detroit.CBSLocal.com and I searched Chelsea Brook and it came up with all of the stories. So it was like a really, really good source to get information like in real time, like as they were publishing it. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So that's where I got my sources. But yeah, I uh, thought that was really depressing. It really is. But I'm glad. Oh, and this guy, he looks like a fuck boy. He does. He. Oh, my God. He just looks what like was Chad's name again. Uh, Daniel Clay. What was Chad's name again? <laughs> Chad McChad of Chaddington. Chaddington. Lord Chaddington. Are you looking him up? Yeah. Oh, 
She looked so sweet. Like, she could have been one of our friends. I know. Seriously. And, like, her Poison Ivy costume was dope. Oh, he does look like a Chad, and he's pre-balding, too. Doesn't he look like... I'll I'll tell... After we're done, I'll tell you who I think he looks like. Okay. Actually, I'll tell you in this text. (laughs) Okay. Because I cannot say it. Okay. But I just want to see your reaction. All right. Uh, Da-da-da. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. You think yep. so too? Yep. With right? less hair, but yeah. Yeah. It but like really really fuck fuck manish. Yeah, yes. Also that was I meant to send you that earlier, sorry. Um yep. But yeah. Wow. Well, that was depressing. Right? Yeah, it was pretty terrible. A nice um a nice Halloween uh Yeah. horror for you yeah absolutely you mentioned something earlier and it got me thinking like we always talk about how like the family says that it's 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 out of character for them to disappear and they'd never do this do you often think that and i'm not talking about in this case because it does you know i i believe them but if it wasn't out of character do you really think a family is gonna like go to the cops and be like oh yeah she does this all the time because then they're not gonna look into it and they're just gonna give up and be like oh she does this all the time she'll be back I mean, that's a good point. I think it depends on the family's relationship to the person because I think if it was like kind of a burnt out parent, like, um, like she's going to be back in a couple days. They wouldn't even call the cops. Yeah. Or they might, or they might be like, you know, I'm not that worried about it. So right. We'll just worry if it becomes a lot longer, but, but no, that's a good point. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. I mean, because I'm not, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, she does this shit all the time. Yeah, not, not if you're legitimately worried. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say that even if that were the truth. Right. Which I don't blame. Like, yeah. No, absolutely not. I wouldn't do it either. I'd be like, oh, they never do this. But if it was kind of like, like picture that one relative that you have that you're like you make the dumbest fucking decisions right yeah and then they like and they do maybe and they do like disappear and you're like oh that's just that's just fucking like that's fucking Darcy. that's uncle larry yeah, yeah exactly like- <laughs> um then yeah i think it depends on what your relationship is to that person and how worried you are yeah that makes sense but yeah that's a good question because they literally do always say that yeah oh yep so there's your sad depressingness i know that that sucks and it's just like you're so you're so young and like you you just think you're gonna have like the best time and then this piece of shit like slime ball monster yeah has to walk up to you like it's just yeah that's just so fucked up and he probably pulled his like chatty chad chad and was like come on baby you know and probably yeah, tried and to sweet talk her drunk and perhaps right perhaps on drugs i don't know like but uh, this is clearly a drinking party i mean yeah and, and it's like yeah i mean you just fucking you do that yeah, dumb shit when you're 22 yeah yes and unfortunately doesn't always pan out no and it's not and it's, i say dumb as in like as an impulsive and yeah no I, I i mean i get what you mean it's just what everybody does and it's not fair that for some of us it's completely innocuous and then for others it ends up killing them yeah yeah heavy hey. shit yeah sure is buddy uh, yeah well um got anything for paddy the room no, this actually like triggered a memory of a hometown murder for me. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I'm glad because I wanted to cover it. It's very short though, so it's probably not going to end up being a full episode. Um, but would yeah, you like no. to talk about that for your padded room, or you just want to maybe do that? No, I think it could be like a probably like a 10, 15 minute bonus episode. Okay. Um, but no, I'm trying to honestly think of anything padded room wise well i could go yeah go have you seen the 2008 movie the strangers is that the one where they wear the weird masks yes yes um we watched that last night and 
it was pretty terrifying. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it was scary. <laughs> it was I haven't watched scary. it probably since 2008, to be honest. They were talking about it on this other podcast I listened to. Um, I think I mentioned it, Sinisterhood. It's really good. You guys should check yeah. it out. But they were talking about it on an episode of that. And I was like, oh, it sounds kind of like a psychological thriller sort of thing. I'm into that. Um, and it was. Isn't that the one where they ask, like, why are you doing this? And he goes, because you were home. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, <sighs> such an iconic moment in that movie. <laughs> Dude, it was it was scary. Like, if you, I but I really like the like, I, I'm not big on super crazy gory and like and i don't i don't watch it with demons in it i don't i have a weird fascination and i get that because it is pretty fascinating but i don't fucking watch that shit oh no it fucks with me don't get me wrong like yeah, i, I it, it fucks with me i had a i don't know i have dreams about demons a lot and like uh, I, would I had i had this one that like i was running from it from a demon and it like it was like up on a hillside and i was running away from it and it leaped off the hillside and no. tackled me and i woke up because i felt it hit me no like that's the best way i can describe it like you know how like when you have those dreams where you're walking and mm -hmm. you miss a step and it felt fall. like yes it felt like that but it wasn't that it was the thing hitting me in my dream horrifying. like tackling me and i was like pretty convinced i was possessed after that it was bad horrifying for like the whole five minutes of me like being half awake, half asleep, like, oh my god, am I possessed? And then I fell back asleep and everything was fine. But um, yeah, it was but I it was a good scary. Like I didn't it, it wasn't anything that like fucked with me too badly afterward. But um if you want like a good a good like kinda spooky, like make it jump a little bit. Yeah. That's a good one. I can do that for my padded room then. Okay. You're not gonna like it. Yeah, okay. Um, so I I really do struggle with like exorcism movies, demons, and stuff. And like I'm not a religious human, but like I believe there are forces out there that are malicious and And yet you don't believe in an afterlife. Doesn't make I any know, sense. I know. It doesn't make I just I don't have proof of it, so I just can't. Anyway. Um, the there is a case, um, of a demonic possession. Um, and it's uh, Zach Baggins actually ended up buying the house. <laughs> Zach and did Baggins. like Zach Baggins. Um, he annoys the fuck out of me, but it's super annoying. <laughs> so annoying. But um, anyway, it's the, the documentary is called Demon House. Um, and it's in, I think, Gary, Indiana. I think they tore the house down. Um, but listen, this like I like looking up the stories that have like legitimate people who have witnessed the possession. And I'm not talking about like priests. I'm talking about like the police officer, the <laughs> nurse, like that kind of shit. Like people who aren't that don't believe in this shit witness this shit happen. Mm -hmm. So in I think it's Gary, Indiana. I, I'm trying to find out. Um, yeah, Gary, Indiana. So there was a family. Uh, a woman, um, Latoya a Amons, Amons, I'm saying your name wrong. She uh, bought this home and her three young children moved in and she claimed that everyone got possessed by spirits inside, well, she rented it inside the rental home from 2011 to 2012. Um, and she had people come in to do exorcisms and like all this crazy shit. There is a story, it is documented by the hospital and by the police in that town that she took her son to the hospital because he was sick. He was possessed. He fucking scaled up the wall backwards and they watched him do it. Well, I, that is some straight up like paranormal activity shit. Yeah. Here it says, uh, there's, a. Uh, they told, yeah, uh, the nine-year-old boy described what it felt like to be killed and walked up the wall in the presence of a family case manager and a hospital nurse. What the fuck? Yeah. So shit like that. Like, you can't fake that shit. And, like, why would a case manager lie about that? Like, if I went and did, like, my job and I watched some dude scale up a wall backwards, <laughs> I'd run for my fucking life and never go to work again. Uh, yeah, that's... No, that, I mean, I definitely 
I can't think too hard about it or it will really like um, fuck with you. It will really fuck with me. <laughs> well, the good news is that Zach Baggins bought the house and tore it down. So oh, he actually wow. like stayed in it. He stayed in it for a while and started to get like fucked up over it. And that's that's what he talks about in the documentary. Did he though? I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like such it's a little he's a little shit. Here's my <laughs> fucking thing. I ghost hunted. And I fucking loved it. You do not go in, and I know it's for shock value for the show, but it drives me fucking nuts that they go in and they're like, if there's any spirits here, uh, I want you to knock. And they'll hear, like, what was that? And they'll do it again, and they'll all run out screaming. Like, you asked for this, sir. Why are you screaming and running away? And I also, I find the way he talks to, like, spirits to be really disrespectful sometimes. Yeah, yes. I can't say anything, though, because, like, but yeah, he is not a skeptic, so it is very disrespectful. But then again, I love fucking Shane on BuzzFeed Unsolved, and he disrespects them all the time because he doesn't believe in it. So. Yeah, but I, I think it's that, like, yeah, like you said, like, Zach Baggins is trying to summon them. Right, and, and Shane is trying to prove they're not real. So. Yeah, like, you're trying to summon them, so you clearly do believe in them, and and you profit off believing in them. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, you don't, but then you fucking do that, you talk to them like shit. I'm like, dude, yeah. you probably deserve to get possessed. There's this, there's this meme where it's like him and what, I forget his cameraman's name, but he's like, uh, oh, I just got this sense that I just wanted to fucking choke you out. I just wanted to put my hands around your neck and fucking wring your neck. And he was, the cameraman's like, what? I gotta go. And he's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's it's good now. Just stay close to me. Just stay close to me. <laughs> I'd have been like, dude, Fuck you! You just said you were gonna kill me. I'm like, dude, I don't want to be close to you. So, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, f off. But the the documentary wasn't really bad. It was it was pretty decent. And then they tear down the house. So, is that yeah. like a good? I don't think I would tear that house. I'd be like, this is your house now. <laughs> I mean, essentially, I think they thought if if it really was like a portal or something, tearing it down would close the portal. So that's like Bobby Mackey's. Bobby Mackey's is supposedly has a hole to hell in the bottom of it. So oh, shit. I love this shit. I love it. I could talk about it all day. But yeah, so that was good padded room. Okay. But yeah, that, um, that was re- that was really good. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I have to just stay on the surface level of that or. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. I just real freaked out. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, okay, well, want to do social media stuffs? Sure. Um, follow us on our Facebook, which is Chardonnay and DNA. Oh, sorry, and sign ampersand, if you will. Yes. Um, Chardonnay ampersand DNA. Um, uh, on Instagram at Chardonnay and DNA. The Twitter that's irrelevant is Chardonnay DNA, and our email is Chardonnay and DNA dot com. Um, at, <laughs> sorry, that's our website. Our yep. email is chardonnayanddna at gmail.com. But you can email us from the website, too. So it works. So I wasn't wrong. Yeah. Uh, did I miss anything? Oh, buy, buy shit, please. Buy stuff. Buy Go to the Patreon. Patreon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe to the Patreon so we can start giving you bonus content. Because I'm not going to upload anything until you subscribe. Yeah. So this is your fault. So, <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Hey. Um, I hope to do a bonus episode perhaps next week of that good idea that Nikki gave us. I think that would yes. be cool. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, keep those coming and we shall do them. Yeah. All right. Well, warmest wishes. Warmest wishes, best regards. Yes. I was just waiting to see if you'd get it. Yes. Um, and eat glass. Bye. Bye.